Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareka. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, cview1111 at gmail.com, or visit our website, cview1111.net. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Welcome everybody to CBU 2020, today's show, Seeking Divinity with Sati Chappell. This is a monthly show that happens the first Monday of every month. Next Monday, we are moving it to Monday uh, the 14th, September 14th, because of the holidays, but this is one that you want to come in. Put it on your calendar. There is much that is going to come on that informative um, episode. It's going to be closer to the election, the new president, new energies. Are, do, do we have any saying on who we attract in our personal lives? Do we have any power of deciding who we want in our lives? Well, this is much of Sati's favorite um, topics, and some, sometimes it's difficult for us to understand how we work on those energies. We all have it. We are powerful beyond belief. But understanding your past and present life correlations of karmic or soul-level influences or by creating cutting-edge manifestations, you can reach your highest potential here and now. Sati has been a professional psychic reader, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, spiritual teacher, full trans-channel, past life expert, lecturer, counselor, manifester, 
and writer since 1989. To get in touch with her, please go to her website, www.seekingdivinity.com. Also, you can private message her on Facebook at Sati Chappelle or Lisa Sati Chappelle. Look her up on Facebook, befriend her, follow her. And now let's bring Sati to the show so she can give us a little more information. And I'm going to start getting more names because we have a full show today. Sati, welcome. Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Miss Claudia. Good morning, Sati. Happy, happy to have you here. I am always so happy to be here. You know, it's one of the things I look forward to the most um, outside of being in nature is being able to come on the show and talk to everybody. And, you know, it's just so much fun for me. I really have a great time. I hope everybody else does as well. Well, at least I do. And I can tell you truly, this is also one of the uh, times in my schedule that it's like, oh, it's Saturday. day. <laughs> so, yes, it, it's, it's not only fun, Sati. You always bring something to my consciousness that I wasn't aware of before. So I'm looking forward to what is it that you light up today? Well, <clears throat> that's funny because, you know, I don't have a lot to talk about today. <laughs> um, today I, I really wanted to do more readings. That's what I was drawn to, to do according to the guides. Um, I do have a few little messages here and there. Uh, but really it was more about um, the people that are calling in today. And, you know, that always changes month to month. Um, so in this uh, Leo month, I guess we're dealing with the personal, huh? <laughs> we are, and with the heart and self-empowerment, yes. Absolutely. That being said, I did look at um, how uh, America and the world is doing with regards to the global initiation. And back in um, the early part of the year, before the pandemic ever came along, um, we had done a show, I'm sure you remember, about uh, the, the global initiation. And at that point in time, the, the guides had really framed everything under that heading because they were saying, you know, this is going to be the main thrust of energy, the main focus almost the entirety of 20, um, outside of the fact that 2020, the year itself, is very much like the, um, the uh, value and ability of the eyes to see well. 2020, vision, right? So those were the two main things that they spoke about. And they were talking about with the global initiation, how humanity was taking a leap forward again in its evolution and that the um, initiation was something that was kind of rare, doesn't happen very often, um, different points in history. The last time was fairly recent, which was right before the um, Civil War in America. And so, you know, that kind of gives you an idea that, yeah, this doesn't happen very often. And it's always about, it, it, it heralds or is a precursor to a great amount of growth. And so here we are again, 
as a world, as one unit, global humanity, taking another giant step forward, I'll say it that way since we just did some moon stuff again <laughs> with NASA, um, taking another leap forward in our evolution and becoming more of really our potential. And I think that, you know, humanity kind of goes through its ups and downs, its times of making massive steps forward or taking small steps forward or kind of sitting and idling um, and, and just kind of uh, not doing anything. And, and right now we're taking this new step forward. Now part of that is because we are now in the age, fully into the age of Aquarius. We just had the full moon in Aquarius. And this is always about individuality and becoming more than what we thought we ever were and being able to blaze brand new trails into a brighter future and then going back and bringing others with us. Now, you know, Aquarius is, I kind of think of them as the Lewis and Clark of the Zodiac. They go out, they figure out what's out there, they learn how best to use the resources of what is out there, and then they bring that back to, in this case, with the Lewis and Clark you know, um, example, America, to make the best of what was really unknown at that time, which was the American West. And um, so here we are again in this Aquarius moon, in the age of Aquarius, um, entering into a brand new yuga, a brand new age from the um, Hindu cycle, um, where we're in between one age, which is the Kali Yuga, and the new age, which is Tvapara, which takes a couple hundred years to actually transit through. Um, and that is going to cover the age of Aquarius precisely. And we're learning how to be individuals again, but we're learning how to do it in a more positive way under Aquarius and to become better at all of those things that are positive about us, all of our positive traits, how can we do them even better? And how can we take our weaknesses and turn them into strengths and really own them? And, you know, one of the interesting things that came up in my reading for this show was that oftentimes humanity doesn't really want to face their power. Now, that seems kind of contrary when you First, think of it, so hear me out. Humanity tends to want others to rule it, to tell it what to do, to avoid that responsibility of being, being their best, doing their best, choosing well, um, really being like the adult. And humanity has been growing for a long time. We've come out of our adolescence. I always say we're in our teenage years. So in the teenage years, power and wanting more power and individuating, not so much of a problem. So as we come into this time where globally humanity is going to be taking back its power from big governments and power institutions 
and, um, you know, putting others in charge and starting to, to regain that desire for personal responsibility and global responsibility, you know, it's very timely that we're doing this under Aquarius. Um, and that's one of the things that I really want to speak about with next week's show, as you mentioned, Miss Claudia, learning how to understand the energies that we are bringing into our life through people. And those are the people that we choose as our friends or those are the people that we choose as our lovers or our workmates or our bosses. But, you know, it's, it's more than that. It's also the people in our family. You know, what kind of energy do they bring into our life just simply by being in our space? And it's going to be a super fun show. Um, Claudia and I are putting it together. It's going to be so much fun. You guys are going to have a great time. So please make sure you tune in. And we're going to be doing it in the middle of the month next month because of the holiday at the beginning of the month. So we'll talk more about all of this as the show goes on, but I'd really love to take a caller or two at this time and uh, get things moving. And that's right. So while uh, Sati takes the next caller, we're going to go to Florida with our first caller. I'm going to take more names. Um, so let's bring Cece from Florida. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine, thanks. What can I do for you today? Um, basically, whatever you... Well, I'm just trying to see you. Am I on the right track with, you know, everything going on? I'm just trying to stay focused. I understand. Oh, my goodness. All right, give me uh, three seconds here just to tune in to you. Okay. Yeah, so much going on, not just in the world, but personally. It's like, no. I'm just thankful to get up. (laughs) Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that I want to say, Miss Cece, is that you have been really taking on more and more responsibility, which is kind of coincidental because of what we were just speaking about. You're taking back more of your power from more areas around you, um, and you're learning more about decisions and choices and wisdom um, and Really, the advice that your guides have for you right now is hold true to your original vision. Hold your um, path straight. In other words, don't worry so much that maybe you've chosen correctly, maybe you haven't. It's like that time for having chosen is past. So now all you have to do is kind of trust that you, you did it well, hold to the vision that you've put in motion and allow it to start to come to fruition. Oftentimes what they say, the proof is in the pudding, um, is very, very true. And I know that it can be a little nerve wracking sometimes because you're like, well, I hope to God I chose wisely this time, (laughs) you know, Hmm. but as you continue to take on more of your power and more of your responsibility and you start to choose to see more clearly, your path is going to become clearer and clearer. And the beautiful thing about choice 
is it's rarely like the end-all, be-all. You always have the opportunity to make little changes here and there as you go along. So they're saying don't worry about it. It's looking good. Trust yourself. That's really kind of the theme that you need to go through August with is I trust myself and I trust that I can choose well. And then just stay the course. Hold the, to the vision that you've put in motion and let it show its, its, its beauty to you as, as it manifests. Okay. Does that All bring right. up any other, any other part two or part B to this question, or does that, does that help? Well, I'm, I'm presently in school, and it's, it's like what you said, trust in, you know, that I'm making the right decision. So because I got sick and tired of being um, in a job that I wasn't being valued, and I was like, well, I'll never go back to school. I can't do it. And I'm here now, so I just have to just keep focusing and, you know, threading on. You know what? That is so inspiring. It really is so inspiring to hear that you did what you thought you could not do. And you're proving to yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry? I said, yes, that's true. I just got up one morning. It's like I had always thought about it, but I never manifested it or tried to do anything about it and I just got up one morning out of the blue, went registered and here I am. I have to pinch myself daily and like am I here? (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love that. You know, it really is so inspiring because, you know, people will hear this and say, Well, if she didn't think she could do it and she's doing it, maybe I can do it too. And that's so true. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. I'm really happy that you've made these positive choices and you're taking the reins of responsibility back onto yourself again. Thank you so much for telling me and talking with me this morning. And, you know, all good blessings for you on this path. Let it show you how powerful you really are, honey. And I'm, I'm really so happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're Thank you for calling. And you know, Sati, usually when there is a choice for me, it like it will present and my first gut feeling would be like, oh, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And that to me means I have to. And usually that's the right the right choice for me. It's like my first gut reaction is like oh my god. And and I just go through that and usually it turns out to be the best decision ever. You know that is really so true, Claudia. Oh my gosh. I can remember twenty five years ago I came up, I, I'm I was still in a new relationship with who turned out to be my BFF, my best friend. And she was a rock climber. And she kept saying to me, come climbing with me. And I'm like, I'm terrified of heights. No, 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 no. And she's like, come climbing with me. And I'm like, you are out of your mind. No, 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 no. She's like, I'll keep you safe. And I trusted her enough at that point in time when she said that. I was like, whoa, okay, I'll give it a try. And you know what? I am so much in love with that sport today 
as I was back then, and she totally kept me safe the whole time, taught me so, so, so much. And how empowering it was for me to take that fear and turn it into not only one of my greatest strengths, like physically and mentally and emotionally, because sometimes you're on the rock and you start going, pardon my expression, but I think I'm about to shit my pants because I'm scared to death, you know, but you move through it and it teaches you how to move through those moments of fear. And I just, I'm so excited by it today, even as much as I was back then, it's turned out to be such a wonderful venture and taught me way more than anything I could ever think of. So you're so right. And I love that Cece did the thing she was afraid to do. Boy, it's just so inspiring. I love it. Okay, so now let's go to Tennessee. And after Tennessee, we're going to California. So let's bring Felicia to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hey, Felicia. It's always my pleasure. I'm so happy. I love Tennessee. What a beautiful state. Yes, it is. I agree. What Um, can I do for you today? Okay. Let me get my thought and words together. Um, Currently, I've been having issues with communication, oral and with um, written. And I just want to know, is this going to be a regular thing? I mean, I've been trying to work on communication, my communication style, you know, my brain into when I'm typing something out, because I'm in school, I started back to finish my master's degree. I type something out, as I'm typing my lesson out, I think of it, and then I was like, okay, a lot of things, a lot of things come in my mind, and I'm just typing, so it's all not correct format or the correct way. And it's not just that, it's at work, too. Even though I go back and I check it before I submit it, it's just that my brain just, like, takes off. And everything that I'm thinking, and, you know, I get this, like, a little bit of excitement or the knowledge that's coming in, I'm trying to hone in on it to slow myself down to be able to speak and to be able to write or type my work, my uh, at, at work and at school and daily living. So is it something that I can do or because the spirit's telling me that what I can work on or is it just something now? Because I see myself moving on to bigger and bigger and better things. Uh, you know, I'm assistant director right now and I want to move on. So, Okay, so Miss Felicia, mm-hmm. um, There's a couple of things I want to say about this. Mm -hmm. One of the first things I want to say is you need to really start praying for greater focus. Um, The focus is because as you receive all of these different aspects of information, you have to channel it or tunnel it into one coherent thought. And as a psychic, when I am talking to somebody like yourself or like Claudia or, or somebody else, oftentimes I get all of this information at one time. And, you know, now that's only when I'm doing a reading because that's the only time I allow myself 
to be open to that kind of information because they don't want to just walk around being a reader of every single solitary thing in person. It's an invasion of privacy, number one. And number two, it makes you crazy. So um, <laughs> when, I'm, when, I'm, when I am doing a reading, let's say for you or for Miss Claudia, I get all of this information all at once and it's coming from all these different angles and these different levels and maybe these different subject matters. And I have to channel it or funnel it into one coherent thought that is going to maybe touch as many of those levels as possible at one time. So this is the skill that you kind of gain over time. So keep praying for focus keep working on it, ask yourself what's the common denominator between all of these things and then speak to that common denominator and that will help you to focus. Now that's okay. one level that I want to answer you on. The other thing that I want to answer you on is this is past life. Whether you believe in past life or not doesn't necessarily do. matter to me. I just like to hand out the information and you can do with it what you wish, right? But in this one past life, sweetheart, you had um, what is today known as Down's syndrome. And it was a lifetime of trying to do two things. You wanted to pay off some karma and you also wanted to um, understand those who seemingly could not understand from our perspective, meaning mm -hmm. somebody who is not working from that place of Down syndrome, right? So it mm -hmm. is our perspective that they don't understand so well. It's not true. They understand from a whole different level. And it's, it's very hard to describe to those that don't have Down syndrome, but for you, you're trying to come out of that energy and be um, more of, I'm going to say, yourself. Mm -hmm. That lifetime was a, like a detour on the path. It does not indicate you on your soul level in any way, shape, or form. It indicates a lesson you wanted to learn, a service you wanted to provide, and karma that you wanted to get rid of. So it was very right. It was very timely for you. But this lifetime, you're still trying to understand how to process that energy and that understanding and that level of understanding with who you are today is, let's say, um, more of the norm. Of, of how people view things, understand things, and cognate, right? So mm -hmm. you still have a little bit of that ability left to be able to look at things from the perspective of someone who has more of Down's syndrome, and they perceive things from a very elemental, very energetic, but very simple level it's, they're just such light beings. They see things from this almost higher perspective than what is traditionally normal. Um, they, they really bring in and translate 
a lot of energy. They run a lot of energy through them, and they turn it into love. They turn it into light. It doesn't matter what it starts out with. It could be the angriest energy on earth that they are exposed to or that they experience, and they turn it into love, and they turn it into light. They're such beautiful beings, and they serve humanity in ways we cannot possibly understand because it really puts us in touch with deep spirituality. And now I'm coming to who you are today, Miss Felicia. You are bringing in so much more of your spiritual energy than you ever have in any other lifetime past so far since you were this person um, with this Down syndrome in the past. And you're still transmuting things into light, transmitting things into love, and you're trying to understand also how to be clearer and how to be more focused and how to really think in a, a distinctive, logical manner. And I, boy, again, you are inspiring me today. This is two callers in a row that are inspiring me in so many ways. And I love that you're getting your master's and you're going to be putting all of this to good use. And your guides really wanted you to understand this past life so you can understand more of yourself because, you know, you were kind of plagued early on in life with just seeing the best in people. And that did not help at all it actually got you into a lot of trouble and you've now had to learn how to balance that right correct (laughs) yep and now you know where that comes from yes this is very helpful yay i'm so happy to hear it well you know if you have any further questions about it or you want to just chit chat about that a little bit more let's do it privately so just give me an email or go on my website and, and we'll chat about it okay Okay, I will send your email. Thank you so All right. much. I hope I hope that helps you. Oh, one other thing your guide said. I apologize, mm-hmm. I almost forgot and they're reminding me. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, they want you to eat more spare, uh, spinach and carrots because it will help with your focus. Okay, well, I love spinach and I love carrots, so okay. <laughs> Yay, it's a darn good thing. <laughs> okay. okay, thank you very much. I will email you. So we can talk and do a call or reading or something with you as well. Sounds great, Miss Felicia. Have a beautiful day in Tennessee. You as well. Bye. And now we're going to go to California. And after California, we're going to New Jersey. Okay. Uh, So, California, we're having Donna. Oh, thank you, Claudia. Hi, Sate. How are you? Hey. How are you, Donna? Good. I wanted to know, please, um, what you're picking up about my finances. Um, Yeah, I'd like to bring in more abundance. I did have a meditation, but it was about six months ago. And during my meditation, I've been asking the universe for more abundance and for a male partner to come into my life. And I got this message that said, it's coming soon. And I felt all this softness and gentleness and love in my heart area. But that was like six months ago, and neither one of them have come come to me, the abundance nor the partner. (laughs) Well, darling, I will tell you that the universe's concept of soon and our concept of soon not always are the same. (laughs) We want soon tomorrow would be great. Thank you so very much. And, you know, the universe's idea is, you know, 
maybe five years from now, and I'm teasing you, so I don't want you to go, oh, my God, five years. But, you know, their time, the, the time passes differently in different realms. So whenever I hear the word soon from my guides, I'm always like, okay, can we interpret that into, like, my mundane reality? Because that is a key. And I highly recommend everybody listening to do that because the universe will use the word soon a lot and it doesn't always help unless we ask them to define it in our terms right okay so all of that being said um you know you are pregnant this um creation that you are bringing into being and part of it is that the universe and your guides would really like you to bring in more of this um, financial success on your own before the partner comes because they want you to see it as more of your own ability as opposed to coming through somebody else. So were the man to come first, for example, you might say to yourself, well, you know, I am in a better financial situation. And thank God for Gerald because, you know, if it wasn't for him, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they want it to be more about what you have created. So you are what I term, you know, spiritually pregnant. Um, You're in that gestation period of creating this new life and this new financial ability. And when I say financial ability, it's, it's, learning how to not just bring greater money to yourself, but how to use it more wisely so you can hold on to it. That's like the whole package, right? So um, that takes a little bit of time. It looks to me like it's about two months away. So now that's my job is to translate the quote unquote soon into real time, right? Uh, Real human time. And it looks like it's still two months away and the finance comes first the guy comes second and i want you to actually kind of keep in the back of your mind that there's a guy that's going to come that you're going to think is this man that you're trying to manifest i want you to really look at this person because there's going to be a dead giveaway that he is not the he's the um illusion So let me explain really quick, right? This guy comes to you. He's going to say to you, I'm coming out of this dark time. I've had all of these problems. I'm doing so much better. And you're going to kind of open your heart to him and take a little pity on him and go, oh, I can can help you. You can help me. This is great. And you can be my love. And they're like, no, no, no. This is not your love. This is a friend. And yes, you can help each other, but they don't want you to get romantically involved in this person. And he comes somewhere around the six to eight week, maybe as late as 10 weeks, because he drags his feet. He's a procrastinator. Um, So maybe 10 weeks from now, but they don't want you to go with him. They want you to just, you know, try to help keep the friendship, keep it like no lover, no lover energy with this guy. 
and they're being very, very clear about this because you will end up taking on some of his karma and you don't want that, trust me. He is not out of the woods. He is not out of the dark. Um, he's working on it, and working on it is great. That's good. You can help him in that regard. Just don't bring him into your lover, uh, your intimacy, your heart, because that's where you start to take on his karma. So finances turn around in about two months. This guy comes, and then after him, once you get that lesson of him under your belt, then the lover comes. And he'll be good. He won't be a keeper, but he'll be good for a couple of years. So all things are moving for you, my dear. And I hope that um, you are able to stay strong with this guy that comes because you kind of like your hard luck cases, honey. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll definitely take your advice and, uh, yeah, not get involved with him when he does come. Yeah, just remember he's going to be like, oh, I got it all together. I was in a dark time, and now I'm better. And you'll look at him and go, okay, and really just kind of like keep that in the back of your mind and be like, okay, we'll see. And, uh, yeah, you'll see really quick that's not true. Okay? Okay. Will will any marriage come about for me? Because that's what I primarily want. You know, I'm 66 now, so I'd like to get married at some point and have that security. I understand, sweetie pie. I so totally do. Um, you know, the the guy that comes that's there for two to three years, he teaches mm-hmm. you so much. You learn so much about real, solid relationships, intimacy, how to relate, and how to do so on a very... Um, clear level. In the past, your relationships, you always smeared the lines, like the guy became you, you became the, the, you know, like his problems became your problems, his joys became your joys. Everything became so intermixed. You didn't know how to sustain yourself against Mm -hmm. that energy. And so you lost yourself. And the universe does not want you to lose yourself anymore. That is, like, so highly important for you, right? So this guy that's coming, that's the first guy that doesn't have his act together, is, like, your test. Okay, pass that test, and then the next guy comes is your teacher. And he's the one that teaches, teaches you how to interrelate on a love level without losing yourself. And that's important because then the man that comes after that is the keeper and you, and you have a beautiful relationship for a long time and you really enjoy from a clear place of being you and sustaining you and loving you as much as you love the man and as much as you love the relationship. And that's far more of a real thing. Wonderful. Oh, Sati, that was great. <laughs> I'm so looking forward yeah. to it. Thank, thank, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're thank welcome, you, darling. Have a great day. Okay, so now we're going to, I said, New Jersey. And after New Jersey, we'll go to Georgia. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. This is Jessica. Hey, hey Jessica. I was just going to call you Najoisy. 
Yeah, people How like doing you? that. <laughs> um, so I am working myself out of an old habit that um, uh, I guess is unhealthy. So I, um, I'm very used to making a lot of videos and putting them out on social media and stuff like that. But then I go through this cycle, and I did it with my writing also, like writing blog posts all the time. But then I go through this cycle that I feel um, angry and that I'm not getting anything back from it or not much back from it, and I end up wasting my time and all of this stuff. So um, just anything that you can share as far as, like, I'm trying to just, like, bring the focus back to myself. Let me go after um, opportunities where I'm getting paid um, or advancing myself rather than just like giving energy out all the time. Um, and I feel like sort of conflicted about it because I really do like writing. I really do like making the videos, but I'm like, let me look for stuff that I can actually get paid doing this stuff. I hear you, sister. Um, right. All right. So one of the things I want to say, Miss Jessica, is that um, your energy comes across to me as a love of doing. There are some people on this earth that just don't like idle time, and so they have to do. And, you know, as they do, they feel better. They feel like they've accomplished, but they don't realize that they're kind of like that dog chasing the tail, right? Yeah, you catch the tail every so often, or you catch the tail, and then it's like, so what? So, you know, I mean, you know, if you ask a dog, well, so why did you chase your tail? They're like, it was fun. Okay, that's good. That's the doing part. But what did it serve? What was the accomplishment? You know, so um, I, you come up as having that, I must want to say affliction in some ways, but I don't mean it on that negative level. It's just something that you're working through, something that you're learning about. Um, and it's really about um, placing your energy where your purpose is. You know, one of the things that I get asked about a lot, what is my purpose? What is my dharma, right? Those are the same things. And I tell people all of the time that your dharma is not some crazy, lofty, you have no idea how to do it type of a thing. It's something so easy, it's like falling off a log. You cannot help but do it. And here's the problem with that. Because it is so easy and it comes so naturally, most people poo-poo it and go, oh, that can't possibly be it because it's just too easy. That's the illusion. That is the illusion. If everybody understood this and harnessed their greatest skill that came so easily and so naturally and something they enjoy doing, then they, everybody would be doing their dharma, and it would be like that, just so easy. So, sweetie pie, when I look at you, I see a lot of this energy of doing, and you're absolutely right. I don't see a lot of this return. So what I would say to you is what you need to do is start to look at your skill set that comes naturally, and that also can bring good money or is, let's say, popular, and then work with 
that? Does anything just like pop into your mind with? Well, I think that is all the stuff that I'm doing as far as like the writing and the making the videos, like those are things that I enjoy doing and it does come very easily. Um, I recently started like pitching, um, you know, magazine publications to get paid doing that. I used to get paid doing stuff like that. Um, so I'm working on transitioning that. I think I just got in this maybe bad habit of just like constantly doing it for free because I wasn't waiting for these proposals to work out. You know, it's like much easier to say like, oh, I have something to say about such and such. Okay, just write a blog post rather than it seems like a, a, a sidestep or like uh, more, oh, let me pitch this magazine. Let me wait to the, for them to get back to me, for them to hire me. Uh, that seems like it's like a, and then by the time that that comes around, it's like, oh, I don't know if I really feel like talking about that issue anymore, <laughs> you know? Gotcha, Miss Jessica. Okay, so one of the things that your guides is talking about is to make it more of a teaching thing. If you look at your blogs and if you look at your videos, find the step-by-step -step teaching on an overall level that you're offering. And then find the different categories of teachings that fall under that heading. And then offer that because you don't want to just write one article and then have to fight the rat race to write the next article and then fight the rat race to be hired for the next article. You want to make it a series so that you are hired on a permanent level. Does that make sense? Yes, that's definitely where my mind has been. Yeah. Yep. So now you just have to look over the material that you've already created, find some common themes, find some common teachings, um, break them down into categories. This falls into this heading, this falls into that category, and then do step by step. And when you make your articles, have them be more of a series so that you stay hired. And, then money and, and in the meantime, and in the meantime, I just resist making videos for YouTube. Like I just have to stop that altogether and say, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Because it's like very um, sort of hard at times to say, like it's come so natural for me just to go do it. Right. It's it's about balance, sweetheart. So you know there is no stopping. Um, because I would be, I might as well just say to you, well, stop breathing. Just hold your breath right now. But <laughs> So, you know, it's about balance. If you are going to put out three feelers for three different magazines for a series of things that you want to write about and teach about, then put out one video. And have it be supportive that might speak of hints towards what you want to teach about but not give the value away. Um, so, you know, three to one is not necessarily the ratio. You've got to find the correct ratio. And your guides are very clear. They're not letting me give you a whole lot of specifics. I'm sure you can tell from the other people that I've read today because they want you to do this yourself. This is your lesson, right? So it's turning your strengths into your vocation and being able to do it in the right way and the balanced way. 
And, you know, I know that you've been wrestling with this for a while, and they have empathy, meaning your guides have empathy for you, but you're near to the end. So we're giving you the formula, and you have to then follow that formula and find your right place. So it's like being balanced and making sure that the videos don't take up so much of your time. Only put out maybe one per week or only putting out one every two weeks or only putting out one every three weeks. You find that ratio of, of amount of time that you spend trying to find um, payment for your material and what you do for free. And then the universe right. will follow suit. Make sense? Mm. Yeah. Thank you. I understand you're what you're saying. Yeah, it ties into something that just happened for me like a few minutes before I got on this call. So thank you. Um, I, I, that makes sense. I, that's good confirmation. Thank Yay. you. That's very helpful. Yeah. Yay. Thank I'm you. Bye-bye. And thank you for calling. So now let's go to Georgia and let's ring Jasmine. Hello. Hello, hello. My name is Daphne from uh, Georgia. (laughs) Daphne, okay. Yes, I want to know about my um, love life. Do you see anybody coming my way or not? Hello? I'm I'm looking. It takes a second or two. Just I'm so sorry. Um, so I, and I I understand you never know on these calls whether you've been dropped or not. So no worries. Um, so one of the things that I am seeing is that there is a man that has been kind of taking up your time, and but I believe that it's a family member. It could be like a nephew or a. Um, son or, you know, maybe a godson, um, somebody that you have, a a younger male that you have been really kind of trying to help through a rough time. Does this make sense to you? Well, I have a son. I have a 13-year-old son. Okay. Yeah, he's had a rough time throughout, yeah, a few years, yeah. Now he's living with his dad for Okay, so <laughs> while, while you were working with this young man, it was like all of your focus was taken up. You didn't have a whole lot of extra time for love relationship or for being able to put yourself out there. Um, and, you know, the, the, your guides are saying that now that you, that young man is more stable, you have an opportunity to now work with yourself. We're still in somewhat of a pandemic, and Georgia, unfortunately, is spiking, and they're, they're, they're going to have more cases of the pandemic. So trying to go out there and find love in this moment in time can be a challenge. But let me give you some prelim work that will help you to really create the guy that you're looking for. So your uh, guys, I'm seeing a. Um, I have a friend. His name is Leon. Leon is not the one that I am seeing with you. 
um, meaning that he is probably just a what I'll call holdover guy. You know, he's just somebody to kind of hold you over, but he's not anybody that is going to stay in your life for a long period of time. So, you know, your guides want you to start really looking at what type of man you would like to have in your life instead of taking who comes. That's really what's more important is creating the type of person you want in your life so that you don't repeat old habits and old patterns that you've already experienced and say to yourself, well, why am I here again, right? So they want you to design somebody like from the ground up. What would would he look like from a physical standpoint? Or what does he sound like? How does his voice sound? Or how – what is his emotional state? How does he relate to you? What type of, of um, positives does he bring into your life? What kind of attributes does he have? Um, you know, what kind of things can he teach you? What can you teach him? Looking at a man, and, and, and just like it's not even a real man, it's just an a idea in your mind, but becoming clear on what you want and what you don't want and making those two lists very separate and being very clear. I, I don't need a man that, you know, does this, that, or the other thing anymore. I am ready for this type of person. And being very clear with how you design them and then allowing that to unfold. And, um, you know, it looks to me like, honestly, September of 2021 is when this person comes into your life, somewhere between there and 2022, the turn of the year to 2022. Now, that may not be what you want to hear, but I'd rather tell you the truth of what I see uh, versus what you want to hear. So in the meantime, you have plenty of time to really think about what you no longer want in a love relationship and exactly what you do want in a love relationship and to design it from the bottom up. Do you know how we're going to meet or what it looked like or anything? Well, again, what he looks like is going to be kind of more your job, right? So I want you to design him. Um, But as far as how you meet, it is an introduction from a social function. And there's some spiritual quality to it, but I'm not seeing it be church. So it might be maybe a class that you're going to, but somebody else is going to introduce you to this person. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. So uh, we are going to New York. It's 12.55. And how is your time? Are you speaking to me, sweet love? Yes, to Sandy. So 12.55. (laughs) I think we have time for one more, right? And maybe two? Uh, One more for sure, and um, we'll see about number two after that. Okay, so we're bringing Catherine to the show. Hi. Hey, Catherine. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're very welcome, honey. I'm happy to speak with you. Thank you. 
Um, my, my question is, I am doing two projects currently. Um, one starts with the letter L and the other with the letter I. And I was just wondering what you pick up for me um, in terms of success, in terms of which one will be completed first. Any, anything like that would be really helpful. Well, like with the last caller, you know, my job is to tell you the things I see and not necessarily always what somebody wants to hear. Neither mm -hmm. project is really going to bring about the kind of fruition that you're looking for. I have far more ability to take you places, but it's not going to bring you again what you're needing. My opinion is to drop L entirely and just put your efforts elsewhere because it's just going to bind you up and keep you from succeeding. So um, by taking up your time and your effort and your energy, you understand? So if yeah. you're going to put your effort into anything, I, but, you know, it's really not going to bring you what you're wanting. It looks to me like you're getting closer. You're, you're coming closer to what you really would like to do, but you're still kind of holding yourself back. It's almost like you need to believe in yourself more and choose from that standpoint. Instead of choosing um, earlier to somebody, choose what comes easy with you, I want to say choose what comes harder. Um, choose what pushes you. <laughs> <laughs> choose what is is something that seems to be more of um out of your reach because it's like um i i i just i don't see either one of these projects bringing you what you want and it's like the more energy you put into realizing who you are through these mm -hmm. projects the more success you get they really are deeply connected. Each one of these projects that you've ever worked on has shown you and taught you something about yourself. And if you look at L from a dispassionate view, meaning I don't want anything from it, I'm just going to look at it clearly, you already know L is not going to work for you. Yeah. And, and I is like, well, maybe I'll just give it a shot. And your guides would rather you go, no, don't put your energy into those things. Put your energy into something that you can really sink your teeth into and go, oh, my God, I want to go for that. Come hell or high water, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go for it and give it my all because all of these projects are deep, deep teachings on who you are and what you're capable of. In this lifetime, people have held you down a lot in your past, and you have come far, and you are now taking the reins of your own power, but this is one way you can do that, like, super fast and become very successful all at the same time. And no more letting people put you down or hold you down, honey. Wow. That's so true. That's so true. Wow. You are so much stronger than you give yourself credit for. So go for that which you think is just out of your reach. 
and see what happens. Maybe, maybe a miracle will happen, or maybe you will realize how much more you really are than what you think you are. Wow. I have no words. You've just touched me. I just, I thank you so much. Wow. What's your website? www.seekingdivinity.com. Seeking, S-E-E-K-I-N-G, divinity.com. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be in touch. Thank you. You're welcome, darling. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, so we have reached the end of today's show. It's one on the dot. So everybody remember, Sati is coming back on Monday, September 14th for her um, for next month. It is only for this month that is moving to another date outside of her show on the first Friday. And you don't want to miss this show. So put it on your calendar. Use Take My Call if you must. And Sati, is there anything you want to say before we end today's episode? Well, I'd, I'd like to say just two quick things, if I could, please. Sure. All of the callers today were very heartfelt beings, people that have really turned their lives around and have been in that process of turning their lives around and you know everybody has this opportunity everybody has this opportunity these people that called in today were very brave very strong for facing their life as it was and wanting to make it something more and I encourage everybody out there to do the same thing and then the second thing I want to say is about the next Um, session, the next radio show, it is going to be super fun, number one, but what a great teaching to learn how to really see the people clearly that you're bringing into your life and what it is that they have for you, whether it's positive or negative, so that you know exactly. And you can say to yourself, oh, no, 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 that person, no, I I don't need any more of that. Or yes, I need more of that. And how to be very clear with who you're bringing into your life. This is like one of the most important things that anybody can ever learn. Um, Because who you have in your life makes it either a happy thing or an unhappy thing. And you know, the same is true for our elected officials or for you know, jobs and people that we're going to work for, there may be a great job that's out there for you. But if the boss that you work for is hell on earth, the devil incarnate, why would you want to work for him, you know? So it's like really going to be a great opportunity and it'll be a lot of fun. Trust me, Claudia and I are going to make it a lot of fun. So please tune in if you can. I wish everybody a blessed weekend. Um, and I can't wait to wait to speak to you guys again on September 14th. Thank you, Miss Claudia. 